The Weekly Experience Extra Bits. So it's Paul Taylor joining us on this podcast. Hello, Paul. Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Very well, thank you. Excellent. So what are you here for us today, then? What are we having a little conversation about? We're having a conversation about The Triangle, which is a cafe and Christian resource centre in Kingsmead. So tell us a little bit about the history of behind the cafe. Well, behind the cafe, the cafe only started about 20 years ago when we moved into Kingsmead because before that we were just a Christian bookshop in North Camp, uh, downtown Farnborough, I suppose you might call it, um, and um, we decided we wanted to be in the town centre. It was a, a, quite a brave or bold move, I might say, because a lot more expensive, but we decided to open up and, and found the site where we are now, and that's um, set 20 years ago. We were in North Camp before that for about 15 years, or 17 years actually, so 37 years established so far altogether. So why the need of this cafe and bookshop? Well, um, well first of all, it's a, not just a bookshop. I should, I should actually um, emphasise that. It's more a resource centre for Christians, non-Christians, churches, schools, all sorts. Uh, the cafe is the welcome part, which we just couldn't do in North Camp. It's such a small place that just about room to swing a cat, I suppose, um, if you wanted to. And um, so uh, we moved here because we wanted to have a Christian um, centre in, um, right in the middle of Farnborough. Uh, North Camp was a bit uh, outside there, obviously. So this was far more central and better for people, really, and, and easier for us, in, in theory, anyway. But we needed a cafe to, be, um, to do more than just a shop. So I come through the door, what do I see? You see the cafe on the left-hand side, tables, welcoming people. Um, we try to give everybody a good welcome. We don't uh, shy anybody away, obviously. Um, and we just help people as we can. And then you see there's lots of books, cards, gifts, um, children's area on the left beyond the cafe. And um, a, a lot of products, basically. So tell me about some of the products. Uh, well, we specialise being a Christian shop. We've got lots of Bibles. Um, all sorts of prayer books um, and various books as well about things as well as one or two local interest books as well like walks books and things like that um, and also I said a lot of gifts there are plaques pictures uh, things of that nature all mostly Christian but also on the right hand side there's a lot of fair trade products because we were when we were in North Camp we actually were one of the forerunners of st uh, stocking fair trade products before actually the Fair Trade Foundation was was started, which was in 1982. We were actually stocking fair trade before that. Um, and um, we just grew from there. And so that meets a need actually helping people in the third world um, to actually have a sustainable way of living. So it's, your, it's still part of the same ethos, really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The triangle is basically, it was Christian outreach, um, media, because we do uh, CDs, now dead or dying, not quite, but not sure which. Um, and... Um, uh, and also fair trade. So there were three elements to what the triangle was, and still is. I love the idea that you've got a play area for the children so that the parents can come in having a relaxing cup of coffee and have a chance to browse and relax. Well, that is the idea, but obviously it's been extremely difficult during COVID. Um, we used to have Lego out on the table as well, but that's all gone away now because that's not uh, too COVID-proof, or for obvious reasons. Uh, and... Um, it's all washed and ready to go back out again whenever we're actually completely free of this. Um, and there's an area for them to browse and lot of children's books there as well. Uh, all sorts of things from uh, rubber balls to um, Bibles in that area. Uh, and in fact, I mean, as a shop, really, we've got everything 
from all sorts of all sorts of Christian books, a wide range of those, uh, and also um, a wide range of products as well. Everything with cards, uh, little pencil sharpeners, right up to weighty volumes costing eighty pounds each. Goodness, so who mans who mans the cafe and the shop? Uh, we've got um, one person on the cafe these days and one person in the kitchen, uh, and then there's a series of volunteers um, on the in the bookshop, and I try to manage the lot. Okay. Is, sometimes difficult. So yeah, it keeps you out of mischief. <clears throat> well, as well as I'm also a local councillor as well, so I have that on my plate as well. But you can do that from the, the peace and quiet of the cafe? Uh, if there was peace and quiet in the cafe, yes. <laughs> I don't do it from the cafe, no. It's sometimes too confidential for that. So, okay. Um, so you're a local councillor for what area? Oh, Rushmore. Okay. Yep. Cabinet member as well. So. Okay, so that's interesting as well. Yes, and please don't ask me about money. No. That's my. <laughs> that is my. Heel. That's my area. I used to work in the bank, so they gave me the area of managing the money. Okay. Which we haven't got much of. So that's by the way. <laughs> don't ask him for money. Remember that. <laughs> no, don't ask me for money. So back to the bookshop then. So you transferred from North Camp into um, the main part of Farnbrook for mm-hmm. accessibility and everything. Um, and who uses the, the bookshop and how successful is it generally? Well, um, uh, customers, obviously a lot of Christian customers, a lot of churches around and fellowships as well. Um, so not just mainstream churches, but various others all use us for various things. Do they buy it, them or borrow yeah, them? No, buy them. Okay. I mean, we, we've got second-hand books as well. We've got a lot of second-hand uh, products there. Um, but you'd be surprised. I mean, I'll probably supply nearly 50 churches at one time or another in the area. Well, it's not just Farnborough. I mean, it's all the shot Camberley, um, you know, a few in Fleet, those who don't use the Fleet uh, Christian bookshop. We don't tread on their toes. We wouldn't dream of doing that. Um, and um, the, even now, Basingstoke, Midget, all sorts of areas like that. Guildford even, because Guildford did have a Christian bookshop and it's now closed. Right. So um, we cover um, what area we can. And that's all sorts of people. You know, we're there for people. So some people don't even buy anything. They just come in order to chat, order listening ear. It's like a community space <coughs> then as well. As well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's really confidential, obviously, there'll be... There's a couple of rooms upstairs. We can go up there all, all windowed and properly um, properly addressed from confidential point of view. Okay. So what do you have um, in-house counsellor-style people, befrienders? Um, well, that's just the staff. That's us. But uh, there is a counselling service, but that's um, an outside person who does that. Um, but at the moment, she's um, COVIDing, so uh, right. she is not around. At she's the got the dreaded COVID. Afraid so, yes. Mm. yes. Um, we thankfully haven't had, as well staffing, we haven't really had much COVID um, at the moment. But one of our lads on the conservatory uh, just today, has te- his steps, stepfather has tested positive this morning. <clears throat> so it's bye-bye to him for a few days mm. and I've had to phone around and make a jigsaw of other people who actually can take over this is one of those things isn't it you know they say that you, when you have to isolate it shuts down two-thirds of something and it's really hard to kind of manage stuff yeah. isn't it so we managed without this until now but just this morning but a bit of a jigsaw I love jigsaws but I don't know about this stuff too much but we've managed to find do you have a bank people. of um, volunteers? not a bank no just people we can call on okay. it's so difficult to have a bank of people because what do you ask them to do be on hand for that morning when they're probably doing something else by then they want to know what they're doing mm. before that it's a bit difficult but we have got people we can call on even I can do the cafe if I need to 
Mm. I do a mean cup of coffee, so that's fine. <laughs> well, I don't know whether I do actually, but it's fine. Nobody said anything detrimental. <clears throat> no, nobody's fallen over yet. No, anything like that. No, no. <laughs> I don't like coffee myself. So, what else do you do? Do you do cakes? Do you do paninis? That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, toasties. We don't do paninis so much, but we do toasties. They do meals um, made upstairs. Cakes, loadly cakes. I would venture to say, virtually the best. In the in the borough, but I bet virtually the best. Otherwise, I'd be Allegedly. in trouble for saying yeah. the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd send you. They're really lovely, actually. But Lowsley Farm at Guildford, yes. they make them there. Yeah, they're uh, tasty. Oh, they're very nice. Yes, mm. very nice. I avoid them like the plague, actually, because not. Well, not you. Too I good. think it's your duty, actually, <clears throat> to make sure that they're nice and good enough for everybody to eat. So Absolutely. every time a batch comes in, you know, you're only doing oh, yeah. what you're supposed to do. That's why I break the occasional bar of chocolate as well, because it falls on the floor, then I've got to eat it. You've got to try, try yeah. yeah. You'll make sure, protect yeah, don't everybody. Worry. I'm aware of all these things, don't worry. <laughs> I love that you're taking responsibility seriously. Yeah, I am, yes. Responsibly yeah. <laughs> as, as I can, yeah. So you've got a varied role in the, uh, all different kinds of pies here. Yeah. Finger in many pies. Mm-hmm. Finger in many pies. Yes. Much to my wife's annoyance sometimes, because uh, I mean it doesn't stop really. Because the cafe, uh, the triangle, the sorry, the council side is always um, you know casework and as well. There's always meetings. I won't say it on here, but there, were, there was a famous um, DVD by um, uh, made about uh, meetings, me meetings, mm. which is very good. It's actually true, but but then sometimes you have to do that in order to get a consensus, don't you? So. Otherwise, you really have a dictatorship. So how long have you been doing the council? Mm, 19 years. Right. Quite a while. Quite a while, then. <laughs> yes, about the same length of time as I've been doing this, to be honest. So what so. brought you to the, the counselling and the um, cafe and bookshop? How did you get to that point, at the same point in time? Well, I was a trustee of the Triangle anyway for way back, um, almost since it started. Um, I didn't have any, I worked for the bank then, um, so I won't advertise which one at the moment. Um, and um, so I was just a trustee. Somebody said when it was set up, when it moved down here, you know, did I want to do it? I said, no, I don't want to do that because I've got other things to do. Somebody then asked me to be a counsellor, told me there wasn't much work involved, and she lied. I've told her many times since then. <laughs> she told me lies, but never mind, I've forgiven her now. Uh, and, um, and then um, this came up. Uh, bizarrely, we, we hired somebody, took somebody on who was the manager of the, to do the manager of the triangle, and he, and he couldn't cope. After four hours, four, four months, sorry, he, um, he packed it in. And we'd spent quite a lot of time recruiting that person. So I was on holiday with my wife in Venice for a week visiting my daughter. And the chairman phoned me up and said, Paul, can you do it? I said, well, all right, I'll do it for six months. 19 years later. Yes. <laughs> Four days a week, and it, it's, broadly speaking, it's five days a week, really, about. And so, um, I love gardening, too, so you wouldn't think I have a hobby as well. So just about time to do that. Well, there are 24 hours in every day. I know there are. So it's you've got the enough. midnight hours. It's not enough. I use those as well. Actually, I think I probably sent a text to, an email to one of you last night about what, what the two o'clock this morning, one o'clock this morning. Yes, if you, look, if you notice the time, but there you go. You sound like me, I'm like that. Yeah, well, I work best then, probably, anyway. I've always been a, a late bird. I'm not good in the morning. So, um, so you never turn a switch off, really, do you? Always on? Not often, no. 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 I did retire from the bank 20 years ago. I declared a retirement at 52. <laughs> and you're thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, OK, right. Well, actually, I, yeah, I'm not the sort to sit around doing nothing. No, yeah, we like, can tell. I don't like doing that at all. I get <laughs> bored. 
very bored. But so um, I'm actually dangerous when it's like that. <laughs> no, I mean, there's work to be done. So, so what, what, uh, why did you choose um, a Christian bookshop and cafe then as opposed to anything else, like a gardening club or a so-and-so or a so-and-so? Well, I, you know, I'm a Christian anyway, and I believe it's good to produce this stuff and lots of people are in need of these kind of products. Believe it or not, they really are. Um, it might seem a niche product, but there's a, a big market out there. Uh, of course, the big um, problem for us is online, you know, and Amazon and things like that. So we have to keep compete with them, which we do pretty well on the whole. Um, and we had to smart up our actors guard orders because if you order online, then well, you get it almost after you almost after you've you done. Press the mouse button. That's yeah. right. Yeah, just about. Um, but well, actually, a bit longer. But I can usually get stuff the next day. Customer ordered two customer order stuff this morning. It'll be in tomorrow. So um, and in most cases. And then, of course, a lot of customers will come to us because they can't find what they want, so they ask me to do it. Um, so sometimes they're quite obscure as well, but I do have various sources, not, not just Amazon either. Don't you? I mean, use them sometimes, but lots of other places you can get them, but you have to know where to look. Mm. And it's taken me 19 years to learn I was going to say, that's a skill on its own, isn't it? And that's um, a reason, that's a USP. That's why is, people yeah. will come yes. to you. But it's, but it's difficult to pass all that on. Mm. I'll have to eventually. Well, you can't get 19, 20 years of experience in one month, so no, you I'm need you need a, an apprentice. I had no teaching, either, no leading really either. When I took the job on, the person had gone, so uh, I was at the mercy of the reps, and that's very dangerous when you're at the mercy of the reps because obviously said all sorts of things. Well, they make it I've sound like it's all good. Sorry, yeah. they make it all sound like it's a good idea. Of course, whatever yeah. the it is. I've still got some of those products in stock, actually, unfortunately, 19 years later. Oh, really? Oh, never mind, yeah. At the back of, at the back of the shelf. <laughs> I'm still trying to vlog them, you know. CDs, I mean, CDs have really, not completely died, but they're pretty moribund <laughs> because of, um, you know, all the other... Downloads. Uh, downloads and things, mm. yeah, streaming, etc. It's nice to have a CD still, though, I think, don't you, Rog? Mm. Well, you, can't give a CD. A, you can't give a download to somebody, can you? No. You know? so you get an iTunes voucher or something. Uh, no, that's right. So um, there is that. But people still do like books as well as... Um, reading There's nothing nicer than turning over a page. Yeah, I do like a good book to read. Something not, to hold. Not, not the Kindles. No, no. I, I, I just can't get with it. Yeah, I'm the same as that. It's very personal, actually, a book as well. Mm. And, and also, you don't actually see what you're getting. I mean, I've had customers in a, order something online. When they get it, they don't like it because either the print's too small or it's not, not friendly or the appearance of it and they don't like it. So, um, I mean, I'm the same with clothes as well. I don't know when you actually order clothes online. I don't order clothes online. But, but many people do. Lots of people do. How do you order shoes online? I don't know. I mean, Well, I suppose you know what size your feet are. We How have we got onto this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I always digress. It's one of those things. I'm sorry. It's I might say I'm with you. I like to go and see and touch and feel and be in a shop and just go, this is what I'd like. Mm. I'm not an online shopper, but really. It, but it's a struggle because obviously, you know, youngsters these days so much on that. I, I mean, I've got two iPhones and I've got an iPad as well and the computer at home mm. and the one at work. Gosh. So you're all teched up. I am. And yet... I, my dread is that we're creating an underclass of people who, who, haven't. who haven't or don't want to use it, mm. um, which I think is a pain. Or maybe we just all go back to basics a bit more. Because you can't get back to basics, can you? No, I suppose not. As soon as you have a card, you're hooked. Mm. True. Yeah, they're, True. All about, they're all about you. That's Whatever you do, the only way is to go and live in a forest and have nothing whatsoever. No, unless you use those three words so people can pinpoint you. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the latest thing. I don't quite thing. understand that one. Yeah, I know, you pick three random words for every how many square feet in the, in the world. That seems a bit bizarre, that, but perhaps I've just... It does. Not with that one. But, you know, I don't mind, really, you know, store cards, whatever. You know, if you have a, a phone in your hand or, or a driving licence, everybody knows where you are and how to oh, find yeah, you. Yeah. So what's the point in worrying? You, you are tracked. You, you've had it, really, immediately. You've got anything. I mean, driving licence or insurance, anything. Well, you can only make it's a difference in your own life and what you're doing getting back to the, the cafe and the bookshop. There is, is still, you know, you have an impact on what you do in the community around you. There's still a need, but individuals and people got individual fears and you know, hopes and joys that especially during covid has been really a problem for many people mm. mental illness that's what it's about yeah, that's loneliness it. and that's another thing about being in the cafe isn't it whatever else even if they don't buy anything from the shop oh yeah you've got they've got the community element to go with it yeah and we would never i mean sometimes you're in some cafes that, and they're very um they want to move you on, perhaps. They don't want you sitting there for hours, do they, with just a cup of coffee? Mm. But we don't show anybody out if that happens. Um, mm. So that's fine. Um, but obviously it loses money doing that, but on the other hand, if that's what they want and that's where they're sitting and, and need, that is fine. And we've got quite a lot of... We have four special needs people in the cafe as well. Um, yeah, is from, it quite a big cafe, then? <clears throat> it's 42 seats in normal circumstances, about 30... Um, 30 at the moment, 30 covers. Mm. Um, well, one is very good at dishwashing and does the dishwashing, and the others just come in for half a day or a day each, you know, a week. Just helps them as well because mm. uh, they've got their carers, you know, and they actually try and find places that will actually see them. And I mean, a couple of years ago, we got the um, Extra Mile Award from Farnborough, um, Farnborough Society because we actually care about these people and actually give them something to do. Self-esteem for them as well as building their confidence. It's achieving something. And they are varying abilities. But we also have people coming in who are special needs as well, quite a few of the customers. And, uh, but they're very welcome. It's lovely to see them. And it, work, it works well. So it, it is many-faceted, yeah. Absolutely does. So, um, so when will you finally retire? I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling he won't. No, I have a feeling too. <laughs> <laughs> not completely, I think. No, probably not. Always just, something to do. Yeah, I've just, um, well, just said goodbye. I buried one of uh, my county councillors who actually worked with me. He was 89. So, I mean, he kept going till then. I was going to say, did he keep going till right till the end? More or less, yeah. But he was, yeah, was showing signs by then. I think I'm showing signs already, but it's by the way. Um, but as regards to the triangle, it depends how long it goes on for, because obviously there's leases and there's expenses and costs. The thing is, cheap. if you enjoy something, <clears throat> which you clearly do, because you've been doing it for so long, you will carry on, won't you? I, I will, I know. And so the trouble is, like, there are other things I like to do, and sometimes I get frustrated because, oh, you know, there's just not enough time. So I do love gardening, quite, you know, doing that a lot, but... I've only got Sundays, just about, and um, that's Saturday morning sometimes. Because I tend to work every day except Tuesday, which is supposed to be my day off. That's usually cabinet day on the council, so <laughs> I'm not my day off. Um, and, um, and Saturday mornings I have off as well. And what they say is if you're doing something you enjoy, that's not really working, is it? It's just kind of keeping you alive if you're doing something passionate. Take it, you'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, final little bit then. It's one of my one of my phones. <laughs> the other one's there. Yeah, yeah. oh. Final bit. 
so if anyone wants to come to the bookshop and the cafe whereabouts um, opposite Wilkinson's right. in, in Kingsmead so it's just uh, tables are outside you see the cafe first I mean I must admit we have quite a few people who've come by and said oh I've been at Farnborough how long have you been here so oh, 19 years and, <laughs> oh I've never seen you before and they've passed the cafe many times but we're behind the cafe so I suppose being subtle, we, well, we realised that people wouldn't walk through a Christian bookshop to get to a cafe, but they'll go into the cafe and do it that way around. Mm. Is, I saw the sign the other day when I was with Jack when we were recording something at the high school arcades. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little uh, little plaque there and stuff like that, so that's yes. how I knew of you guys. Yes, so, you know, it, it's sort of a bit hidden. There is a sign saying, but people can walk straight past but people can be quite blind, can't they, actually, in many ways. You know, if you go into a shop, you don't see it the same as the people who are working there. Or see no, it, that's the thing, or other people do. You see certain things. Mm. Um, I don't study it, but there's this rule about people say seven, see seven things when they walk into a shop. So I can't remember what they all are, don't I? So. No. OK. Well, it's been lovely to catch up with you today. Thank you very much. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. The Weekly Experience Extra Bits. Don't forget to listen to the rest of the podcast at buzzpodcast.co.uk. 